Sit back, turn the ship over to your Kovas, and relax. We're turning on Flight Assist. 07 Commanders, and welcome in. My name is Commander Mal for the win, and with me, as always, is Commander Psychit. Hi. Before things get started, we just want to say thanks to everybody for being here because this podcast would not be possible without the support of listeners like you. Today, we're going to be talking with Commander Crispy Tater Tot. No, I am not making that up. He is a real commander, and his name is Crispy Tater Tot. Psychit, do you, do you perchance remember the first time that you went into to Crispy's stream? No, I honestly, honestly not. And I can't, it, it's really weird. It's really weird because it, it just feels like he's one of those people that when you get to know him, you feel like you've always known him. Yes. He's such a lovely bloke. He's always been there. Mm. He's always been there. Like, I remember the first time I saw his name listed under the elite category and I saw his captain's hat and I saw Crispy Tater Tot and I was like, oh my God, there's no way I can't stay away from this person's stream. Like I have to go in there right now and see what's going on with crispy tater top. So I did and have not regretted it since he's just, he's just a good guy. He has a really chill vibe. He's just relaxed. He has a, a great way of getting along with the, with the viewers. And the funny thing is as his stream has grown, that hasn't changed at all. Like he's maintained exactly but you can tell it's not a persona, if that makes sense. Like, that's just who he is. He's He might be slightly more outgoing than he is when he's not on camera, but it's genuinely him. Yeah, absolutely. I, uh, as I said um, the other week, I have met a lot of commanders and a lot of people that I completely respect and I love and I think they're great. Um, I would say that Crispy is a true friend. And I only found out his real name really recently. <laughs> yeah. Yep. I don't think, it, I think he's told me and I keep forgetting. I, I keep it, writing I, it I, out of my brain. I know what it is, but it doesn't matter because he's crispy. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> my brain keeps overwriting that information with crispy. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> he's is, he is the nicest, the nicest carbohydrate this side of, mm-hmm. actually, that side of the pond. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> so crispy, uh, first of all, thank you very much for being here. Um, Psychit and I, I know, are both big fans. Uh, we love hanging out in your streams on Twitch uh, and, and getting to hang out with you in Discord and stuff um, after after the show is over. Um, so thanks for thanks for coming on the podcast with us. Yeah, thanks thanks for having me. Yeah, sure, sure. So first question is, why and when did you get into the world of Elite? It was about the about a month before Horizons came out. I think that was 2015, right? Somewhere. I had a coworker that uh, told me about the game, and uh, I wasn't very interested in it at the time. wasn't even convinced enough to purchase it, so he bought it for me. Uh, he bought Ooh. me the base game and the season pass at the time. Played it for like I don't know, like 50 hours or so. I just I couldn't get into it. It was just felt like it was lacking something and uh, I didn't really understand what was going on. Then <laughs> uh, that combined with my computer running horizons, like absolute garbage. Mm-hmm. Uh, like anytime I'd go to a planetary uh, surface, uh, I'd be down to like 10 FPS. It was awful. Oh mm-hmm. God. So, so between that, I, I stopped playing, but I got back into it in 2019 late 2019 when another friend of mine was like man this game is amazing in vr so i tried it again 
and it was amazing in VR. And I just got hooked after that, even not in VR. Um, I started, you know, looking up videos on how to do stuff. I started watching uh, Twitch streams and uh, I kind of just got hooked uh, after all that. Awesome. So you did, so you've had kind of like two instances of logging in and experiencing Elite. Um, I know you were saying that it was a bit of a potato, um, potato um, computer experience, but. Um, What's wrong with potatoes? Nothing's wrong with potatoes. <laughs> it's all right. We're going to get to that, Crispy, okay? <laughs> uh, but your first time logging in, can you remember when you first logged into the game? Like your how you felt, what your whole like initial impressions were, uh, and what the first sort of things you did was. I know it's a little while ago. Back in 2015, I honestly don't remember mm-hmm. what I did at all. Uh, as far as when I first logged in, I do know that uh, uh, I did a lot of space trucking back then. Nice. Um, I had the Cobra Mark IV that I used for that, Ooh. and. Uh, I think I was really into that back then because I was also really into Euro Truck Simulator 2 at the time. So oh, I was driving God. trucks on Earth and flying spaceships in space. Um, but the that's that's really all I remember from back then. Like I said, I didn't really get too into the game and it uh, it didn't really excite me at the time. And this, when you logged in with, the, uh, with um, the- VR... Yeah, um, that's how what I that, Yeah, how did that com- compare? That was uh, absolutely incredible. It was, at the time, probably the best VR experience I've ever had. It's arguably getting still close to being that. Yes, definitely. It, it's If it's not a like a first-person shooter that we're talking about, uh, Elite Dangerous is definitely the best, best VR game that I own. Mm. You just, you have so much immersion that you are in a spaceship. I don't know how else to describe it. That's just that's just how it is. And I just got hooked because of that. Mm. Just from getting hooked in just from getting hooked in VR, I also just got hooked, you know, just playing it on a regular screen too. It's that bit of immersion, isn't it? That first like little step of immersion and you're like, ha ha, man, give me more. Yeah. And then you find out more about the game and all of that. Absolutely. Yeah, definitely. Absolutely. Okay. So what's the story behind your commander name? behind crispy tater tot (laughs) (laughs) so uh tater tot was a nickname that i've had since like before i can remember and i'd been using it on like any game that i'd sign up for any any platform that i would you know sign up for but i started coming across uh that it was in use in some places so i'm like well what can i do so i was like well i can add an adjective to it and uh thus I came up with crispy tater tot. That's when I started using crispy tater tots. And uh, I've actually kind of converted all my other accounts from tater tot to crispy tater tot now. And that's just kind of who I am now. <laughs> that's excellent. That is so good. Um, do you align yourself with a squadron or any sort of minor faction at all? Um, not until recently. I've never really gotten into the squadron or or minor faction or really any BGS stuff until recently. Right. Um, my main account is now in the, uh, Ashley's angels squadron. Um, Flintlock engineering kind of made it sound pretty, uh, uh, interesting. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I kind of, I kind of liked that they kind of have uh, a certain aspect of, of role play to it by not only being a squadron, but 
you know, aligning themselves with Adeline Duvall. Um, so that's what I've been doing recently. I've not done too much of it. I've kind of just scratching the surface. So I'm looking forward to kind of getting more into that uh, in the future. I've also done uh, some minor BGS work for the Dogs of Lore and the Privateers Alliance. Yeah, two very good squadrons, I must admit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I would say so. <laughs> yeah. But uh, I will say that everyone in the squadron has been really, really friendly. I mean, it's not just unique to the squadron itself. It's the whole Elite Dangerous community in general, just really nice and friendly. But that squadron, they, they make you feel welcome and uh they, they, they've been explaining things to me and uh, it's been a lot of fun to hang out with a few of them. So um, for, uh, for resources, I know a lot of us run like third party apps or we have websites that we love and stuff like that. What are, what are some of your go-to resources both in and out of game for your play style? I've been using Anara, uh, ED tools, Coriolis, EDDB, EDSM, um, when I'm doing exploring, I typically always have ED Discovery pulled up as well. There's a few that I have not used yet that I need to, one of them being ED Engineer. I hear that makes life easier. I still have not used it. I can't believe that. <laughs> I can't believe it. And literally, like the the first two, um, the first two episodes that we've done, we've been like, um, it has been like Mal interviewing me, me and interviewing Mal, and both of us put ED engineer really high up. And you literally just said, "Nah, don't use it." Man. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen it being used on. on- on uh, your all streams and you know other people's streams, but uh, and I see like how useful it is, but I just haven't I haven't done it yet. Yeah. Um, and then there's another piece of software. Um, I can't remember the name of it. I think you were telling me about it, Psykit. It's another companion for exploring. It'll like show you like uh, unique things in the system. Like if there's like a shepherd moon observatory observatory. Okay. It's, it's elite dangerous observatory. It's very, very good. It's good for, for those of you looking for um, photo photo ops. Yeah. I'm definitely going to be trying that out before I leave for my exploration expedition. Oh yeah, that's right. That's your, your next plan, isn't it? Um, What's your, what do you use control wise? What's your preferred control scheme? So I've got the X56 HOTAS and I love it. I've never used keyboard mouse. I've never used controller. I've always been HOTAS. I like it. I like it a lot. I don't know if I could uh, play it any other way at this point. Were you using Were you using the HOTAS before you got Elite or was it like, oh, okay, I'm getting Elite. I'm going to need to have a HOTAS as well. I had the HOTAS before. I had the T16000M and I used that for uh flight simulators i like to play in ah yeah like flight simulator x okay nice um so thinking about the game what would you say you are best at in the game what is your forte like if somebody is is wondering what's the essence of crispy tater tot and elite dangerous what are you best at and you're not allowed to say loop of shame because psych had already took that one Oh, I don't know how to answer the question then. I was going to say Luke of Shame. Yeah, that's my one. Sorry. It's all right. We can share it if you no, need no, it. No, that's, a, that's a really good question. Um, I, I, I want to say like exploration, but like it doesn't feel like a forte because there's not, it doesn't feel as uh, skillful as some of the other parts of the game, like combat. That's really interesting because I said almost the exact same thing. I said, I said, you know, if exploration is like, 
I can get in there and do that. But I don't feel like it's like, how are you best at exploring? You either find something or you don't like (laughs) exactly. Um, But I think it's valid. I think, I mean, it is something you can get elite in. So, you know, that's a, that's a really good point. I hadn't even thought about that when I was saying that Uh, if I had to, I had to narrow it down a little even further. I'd maybe say SRV yeeting from, from geysers. Yes. Because I do a lot of that when I'm exploring. It is a good skill. (laughs) I don't know if there's like really skill to that at all either, but, uh, I, I enjoy it. And, uh, I know that when I was doing a lot of my exploration streams, uh, a lot of people uh, knew me for the SRV eating. <laughs> so, when you say you um, in, you are best at SRV um, eating, I imagine that is quite enjoyable as well. But what do you enjoy doing the most in game? Even if you're not good at it. <laughs> Even if you're not good at it. Uh, I'm still gonna have to say exploration. Yeah, that's that's, that's my favorite part of the game. That's fair. It's such a big part of the game as well, so yeah. it's a completely valid thing to say for sure. Yeah, just 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 going out and finding undiscovered worlds, taking pictures, taking some video, um, getting my name on you know first discovered worlds. Mm-hmm. Uh, I really really like that. It's it's a great way to relax, de stress, and just you know soak in the beauty of the game. Concur. Yeah. Absolutely yeah. agree with you. Okay, so um, is there anything in the game that you don't participate in? but you'd like to uh, a few things um, organized PVP is something I'm interested in. I've not done it yet because I don't feel like I have the knowledge of, you know, how to make a PVP, a PVP build versus like a PVE build. Uh, I know that those kind of ship builds are, are entirely different and I don't know how yet. <laughs> um, and my piloting skills just aren't there yet. Um, I'd, I'd like to try that stuff out, you know, with, with like some friends and then see how it goes and then maybe see if I can kind of try and do some organized PVP. Um, other than PVP, I definitely want to get into some anti-Xeno combat. Uh, but I would like to do that on a completely separate account just because I kind of want to keep this, almost this role play going that uh, I firmly believe the Thargoids are non-aggressive and and humanity is kind of to blame for that. So I kind of want to keep my current accounts clean, so to speak. But I know that uh, anti-Xeno combat is really entertaining and challenging and I want that in the game. That's fair. That's fair. It's a really cool mechanic. And that's kind of like my reason of why I really enjoy getting into it as well is because it's really fun and, um, it's like that head and heart thing, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Your head's telling you, head's telling you, um, uh, you really want you. You're not going to give it a go. Thargoids are friends, all of that, and then the other part of you's like, but I really want to give it a go because it looks like it's so much fun. So doing it on a separate account, yeah, doing it on a separate account makes perfect sense. Exactly. It's just all that engineering. Gosh. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Where do you, where do you, Crispy, and your fellow commanders, if you're in a squadron, where do you spend the most of your time in um, in the galaxy? It used to be Baran, but Baran is now dead. Oh, um, Baran, F and chat. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> if it's my squadron, um, typically undermining and and whatever system needs undermining, we do all that in open play, and there's there's a certain element of risk and excitement just kind of doing that because we're always on guard for, you know, the, the opposing faction 
coming to the system and checking it out and seeing if we're there and yeah. uh, having to dip out or something like that. That sounds really fun, actually. Yeah, it, it is. It's it's almost like a little game of cat and mouse uh, in a way. <laughs> Other than that, Jameson Memorial. <laughs> <laughs> so um, when you're when you're playing elite, when you run into trouble, who is the that you turn to with questions? Um, the Twitch community, really. All the all the streamers on the Twitch on Twitch are are very knowledgeable. Uh, I feel like all of them have a really good general knowledge of the game, and I feel like each one of them has kind of their own uh, own forte, where they kind of know know a very good amount about the game. Uh, like obviously for Psychit, it, she's the the Thargoid expert. Um, <laughs> She's still saying that crazy. <laughs> <laughs> They're gonna come for me, all of these. <laughs> and if it's not if it's not the Twitch community that I go to, it's it's gonna be uh you know YouTube videos. Uh you know, Commander Exegius has some great videos, Flock Engineering for for engineering videos, uh Down to Earth Astronomy has some excellent videos to to get you know help for the game whenever I need it. Yeah. Uh, alternate answer: I don't ever need help. I know everything about the game. Yeah, sure, of course you do. Of course you do. It's not like every single day. Well, nearly every single day we learn something new. I I completely agree with that. I learn something new every time I play the game. What's your What's your fondest memory, or like the most amazing thing that's ever happened to you in Elite? I got a free fleet carrier. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, let's let's run more talk into that wound. Um, opening, actively opening Outlook right now. Tap tap tap. <laughs> I would have to say it's not even what happened in the game. It's what happened because of the game. It's it's meeting all the people that I've met from this community and making the friends that I I never thought that I would be making friends by playing this game. And by you know being part of the Twitch community, that's without a doubt the best thing by playing this game that's happened. That's an adorable answer. It's adorable. <laughs> I concur. Um, so, and this this question may actually have the same answer. Um, so, what is it that keeps you logging back into Elite day after day? Yeah, I, I do think it's kind of the same answer, but. Uh, it's also kind of what we were talking about before. Just you learn something new about the game uh, every time you play it. So there's that depth to the game. And it's a strange kind of depth because you almost have to create it yourself, but it's also there all along. It's it's like a mystery kind of just because of the game's sandbox nature. Uh, and that, that's really unique to the game. That's That's what keeps me coming back to it. Perfect. Absolutely perfect. So um, with all of every, all of your knowledge and all of that involved, um, if you, Commander Crispy Potato Tot now, was to go back to, let's say 2015, Commander Tater Tot, and go and give yourself one piece of advice as that new commander, what would that piece of advice be? That's a really good question. I'd have to say... Lower the expectations of the game, which kind of sounds weird because 
you know, it almost makes it sound like the game would be bad if I were to say that, but it's, it's more so, uh, it wouldn't be lower my expectations. It'd be change your expectations actually, because I was expecting a game that, uh, you know, had like a story or, or something like that. Um, where, where elite doesn't have that. And I probably would have been, you know, really interested in the game if I, if I knew that at the time, but I, I just didn't feel like I had any direction at all. Okay, so do you have any current projects or uh, things in the work that we can look forward to? We talking about like in-game stuff or for the stream? Uh, either one or both. Either. Okay. Um, in-game, I, I do have uh, my alternate account, Crispy Tater Tut, who's going to be uh, getting, well, he's already got the fleet carrier going to be getting a bunch of different kinds of ships, some exploration ships, uh, a mining ship, uh, a combat ship, a few like Canyon running ships, fully engineering them, throwing them on the fleet carrier, leaving the bubble and never coming back. Uh, I'm kind of trying to almost kind of role play being exiled from the bubble and, uh, just having to spend the, the rest of my years aimlessly roaming the galaxy, you know, almost trying to find a new home. Um, and I'll be leaving on July 1st for that. As far as some upcoming stuff on the stream, some projects that I work on um, in the near future, I'm going to be having the, the management team from operation Ida on stream to talk about uh, what they do, how operation Ida started um, kind of how growth went and, and kind of how people can, can join up with that operation. And then in the next two weeks, uh, I'm going to be having uh, Dr. Kevin back on my stream. Oh, sweet! To, uh, yeah, we're going to be we're going to be doing some more exploration, answering questions about space, and uh, uh, just having having a good time. I'm really looking forward How's to that. How space one. work? How does space work? It ju- it, uh, hang on, wait a second. Because it do, I learned something that day. <laughs> that, was, that was the expert's answer. Because it do. The answer to how space work is because it do. And um, I will I will take that with me to the bank. Yep. That's a good one. <laughs> um, we know we know that you love Elite Dangerous, um, Crispy, and that's plain to see from everything. Everything that you do or everything that you create um, is an absolute joy to watch. Is there anything else that you play when you're not playing Elite? Uh, yes. Really anything that is simulation, management, micromanagement, kind of sandbox kind of games. Um, lately, I've been playing a lot of uh, Satisfactory and Astroneer. I'm looking into starting to play some Stationeers. And then other than that, kind of the oddball is uh, Call of Duty Warfare. I've been playing on a good amount of that lately, too. That's a that's a good a good diverse list. I like that. I like that a lot. Those are all the good questions. Now we have now we have the fun part. We have the lightning round. Try to answer as quickly and accurately as possible. And these are all Elite Dangerous themed. And so, are you ready, Crispy Tater Tot? I am ready. Favorite ship, the Cutter. Least favorite ship, the Asp Scout. Best ship, Crate Mark II. The worst ship. The Asp Scout. Favorite station? Mars High. Uh, favorite system? Uh, Soul. True or false? Free Anaconda at Hutton Orbital. False. Uh, Alliance, Federation, Empire, or Independent? The Empire. Favorite power play leader? Ashling Duvall. 
uh, if you run out of gas, fuel rats or suicide? Uh, the fuel rats, definitely. If you have low hull, hole seals, keep going with your fingers crossed or suicide winder? I'd probably just keep going. Uh, true or false, free fleet carrier at Beagle Point? Uh, false, because I know where to get a free one. <laughs> <laughs> and the final question, <laughs> flight assist on or off? A healthy mixture between the two. Uh, oh, look at you, little that's diplomat. A, that's, a, yeah. <laughs> that's the diplomatic answer, if I ever heard it. <laughs> Is there anything else that we haven't covered today that you'd like to talk about? A few things. And, and I, I have a question. I have two questions for you. One, I'm surprised. Why, why haven't you asked me if I'm wearing the hat for this interview? Oh, yeah, that's a really good point. That's a really good question. You do wear the hat a lot. I just kind of assumed that it was part of you. And that's maybe <laughs> why I didn't ask the question. Without surgery. <laughs> it's just always there. I'm so used to it. The answer is no, I am not wearing the hat right now. Oh, oh my gosh. My immersion. I apologize. The immersion is broken. The facade <laughs> is ruined. The hat does come off. And you said there was another thing? Yes, absolutely. Um, I, 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 I thought we, we, I wanted to get your all's uh, thoughts. Uh, I guess I'm, I'm reversing this, aren't I? Um, for, for, uh, for Odyssey, for the expansion, what is one thing each of you want from it that we don't know Ooh. for certain is included Ooh, in it? Ooh, that's a good question. That could be added to our list, actually. That's such a good question. <laughs> You're welcome. I'll build you. It could definitely be added to our list. Yeah. We, we, you, you'll, notice, you'll notice that there are more questions in yours than were in the first two episodes as well. So we'll definitely start adding that. I'm going to turn this around to you as well, mate. Um, for me, and if you have been anywhere near me at any point, you will know how strongly I feel about this. For me, I really want to have options for SLVs. Really, really, and I know there's gonna. I know everything's pointing towards walking on um, planets with uh, with tenuous atmospheres. I totally appreciate that. However, I just want to be able to put um, tank tracks on an SLV and carry a bigger load across, or carry a big group of people with an SLV. Just something like that. I know there might not be, we might not be landing on Waterworld straight away, so I still can't live up my Thunderbird <laughs> 214 fantasy just yet. However. <laughs> one day. However, just like one day, an SLV um, or like options for SLVs would be amazing. That's what I'm hoping for. Oh, what about you, Mal? Um, I'm... I think for me, the the one thing that I want from Odyssey is some sort of purposeful interaction between elite feet, me and my ship, like whether that's being able to repair modules through like puzzle style mini games, like uh that's my, that's my biggest wishes and i know there's a lot of speculation that like there's going to be nothing involved in the ship it's just going to be like the srv like magically you're outside and you get to walk around but i hope the engine from what we saw from that that video the engine looks like it's complex enough that it could probably handle having things added 
piecemeal, like having Earth-like worlds and water worlds and, you know, magma planets and things like that could probably be easily generated. So I'm thinking if they're rebuilding all the ships from the exterior, I hope they're doing interiors as well, because I would love to have something say like, you know, your FSD is down. And instead of clicking a button that says AFMU, I can actually get out of my seat, go to the module and like it pulls up like a game where like the hose game or the pipe game where you have to reroute the power before it comes out of the pipe in order to get the module working again. Like that would be amazing to be able to do that kind of stuff. Plus, then maybe we could repair our Ooh, power. Yeah. Just saying. Like if we're not relying on the computer and power to repair, if we can repair ourselves, just saying. Yeah. I mean, like the, the, an option, an option to do that would be pretty yeah. cool. No, I agree. I, I see where you're coming from. What about you, Chris B? So I know that they have ruled out VR coming to Odyssey at launch. And honestly, I'm not hopeful that it'll ever, uh, you know, come to Odyssey in full fruition. Mm-hmm. But what I would like to be able to do is at least go outside of my ship and walk around in VR and just admire the landscape in VR. Uh, that's really the only thing that I could see them being able to implement somewhat, I guess, easily because, you know, they, you don't have you know, that first person shooter aspect of just looking around uh, if, you, if they did that kind of implementation. Gotcha. Um, I, but I would love to just, you know, if I'm out in the black exploring, you know, I can get in my SRV when I land on a, sh- on a, on a planet and I can admire it that way, but I want to be able to just kind of walk around and, and just look, you know, I, I definitely think there's something to be said for being able to plant your feet on the ground and look up yeah. at your ship. Yes. If, 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 there's, if there's anything that, and I'm very, very seldomly will I will I criticize Elite on a lot of things, but um, but will I will I criticize someone? It's such a big thing for me that um, the sense of scale is so it's so difficult to convey. Um, it's like when you hear people saying, oh, oh, we're going to be able to walk around these Coriolises. I'm like, why do you want to? It's just going to be corridors upon yeah, corridors of empty they're space. They're gigantic. So, <laughs> mm, but but being able to plant your feet and look up and have a walk around um, sort of even just the outside of your ship or plant your feet on a, on a planet and have a look around in VR, it must be breathtaking. It must be absolutely breathtaking. Yep. Yeah. And I'm sure I'm I'm sure there must be a way that they would be able to implement something like that. Yeah. The engine must have the capability for it because they're not getting rid of VR in its entirety. You're still going to be able to do VR in Horizons. So mm-hmm. yeah, we'll have to see. We'll see what comes. I hope so, though. I really hope so that that's the case because that would be amazing. Yeah, just having VR yeah. visuals would be great. Like if there's if they're relying on it being just a head mounted device and not having like hand controls where you're controlling your grip and guns and picking things up, like just the ability to stand there and look around with your headset on. Like that's, that would be monumentally breathtaking based on the footage that we saw. Um, Okay. So if anyone wants to connect with you and get to know you better, plug your stuff. Well, you can find me over on Twitch, uh, twitch.tv slash crispy tater tot. I'm also over on Twitter at crispy tater tot 
And if you are or Ida, you can reach out to me at business at crispytater.com. Please sponsor me. <laughs> yes, we we can second that. He needs to have an Orida sponsorship, please. There should be fresh tater tots on every stream. Absolutely. And and I've also got a Discord. Um, I don't remember what that crazy URL is, but it's yeah, it's on it's my fine. it's on my Twitch. We can put it in the in the show notes at the bottom and people can click it's on it. It's in the we show notes. Will. <laughs> we absolutely will. Perfect. Well, thank you so much, Crispy, for being here. It's been super cool. Yeah, I, I, I are, appreciate the invite. I, I appreciate the invite. Appreciate you guys flying me out to your studio. It's pretty nice here. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening, folks. If you have a question you'd like to have us ask our guests, tweet it to us at flightassist underscore ed. And while you're there, remember to drop us a follow as well. If you're an Elite Dangerous Commander and you want to be a guest on the podcast, please let us know on Twitter, again, at flightassist underscore ED, or send an email to info at flightassistpodcast.com. Until next time, this is Commander Mal for the win. And Commander Psychit. Handing you back the controls. Flight Assist off. <laughs> <laughs>